0: But that did, if anything, to the betting market and the Vikings and the Raiders and some of the weather games coming up on Sunday in the National Football League. Power Hour final hour coming up 40 minutes from now. We'll give you all our bets for tonight. And we'll talk NBA with our good friend Rick Camp from 4 for 4. But right now joining us on the show, as he does in the spot every Wednesday, and we love having him, is our pal Eric Eager, who does an awesome job covering the National Football League for our friends at Sumer Sports. One of my favorite follows on Twitter as well. If you're an NFL fan, like you need to be following Eric on Twitter. Great historical references, snarky comments for the hashtag morons, which I appreciate. Eric does an awesome job covering the NFL on Twitter at EricEager underscore, and check out the Sumer Sports football show with Eric and former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, who, of course, is a Tim Scanlon client Double E Welcome back to the show It's Nick and Ken Happy week 14 My friend To you and yours
2: I can't believe It's week 14 I say that every week But uh, I'm excited This is uh, This is a better slate Than last week
1: Eric I uh I was going to say, like, I'll extend you like an olive branch, but, like, you were awesome when you came on the show. I think it was last week and said that you would listen to us talk about, like, EPA and analytics, and this was in regards to, like, the MVP conversation in the NFL and just, like, evaluating teams and stuff, and I think we came to, like, a really, really good compromise about just, like, look, like, analytics are really helpful, they're really great, but, like, the awards tend to go to the 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 guys who win and that's okay. And it's okay that that happens. And the olive branch I kind of want to extend is like, this is usually this conversation has almost entirely revolved around the bills this year, who from like a metric standpoint, especially on offensively, just look absolutely insane yet. They don't win a lot of games and you'll be maybe happy to know that Nick and I talked a lot in the first hour of the show about, evaluating the bills at this exact moment as like a potential buy team with the way the playoff standings, look their potential to get in and maybe do some damage and a very long price. And maybe that starts with beating Kansas city this weekend as well. So if you have a thought on the chiefs, bills game, you know, it's basically pick the winner of the game. Awesome. Also like out there buy and maybe getting a little healthier. How are you evaluating the bills the rest of the season, including this week?
2: Yeah. I mean, a plus three, it was, it made a lot of sense to back Buffalo. Um, because the chiefs have had difficulties winning and like and and extending right and and so if you're not even getting you know if you're not getting close to pick that i buffalo is the only side now that you've seen a lot of buffalo money and the number kind of traveling towards a pick now you're kind of in that that funny oh patrick mahomes just to win the game territory that everybody talks about of course blew up in everybody's face against philly um but for the most part has been a good bet uh i i think about this this way guys like Last year, the Bills went to Kansas City and were favored in that game, won and covered the number. And you fast forward. Now, I know the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl and the Bills have dealt with a lot of injuries. But, like, the Bills have passed Kansas City offensively uh, in the standings and and metrics-wise. And defensively, the Chiefs are much better and the Bills have uh, have gotten worse. But defense doesn't really move the needle a ton in the markets as much as people think. How is this flipped completely over by three or four points? Now, they're not valuable three or four points uh, because they don't go through three. But I, I'm, I'm perplexed by this number relative to last year because other than the Chiefs winning a Super Bowl, which, of course, flags fly forever, I'm not sure that the, that the move is warranted. And I'm glad that the markets have bet the Bills down to, uh, you know, one and a half, two, because I do think that that's probably more fair.
0: All right, yeah, so Chiefs in Buffalo on Sunday in Arrowhead, Kansas City, a one-and-a-half-point favorite on that game, as Eric just told you right now. At BetMGM, the total in the game is 48-and-a-half. Er- Eric, are you-, are you of the mind that Buffalo maybe on the precipice here of making like a big run. And this does not have to be like a Josh Allen MVP conversation, but that Buffalo looming to you is a dangerous team in the AFC. Like if they get in, Ken and I were saying at the beginning of the show, like, you know, like they're, why can't the Bills get to the AFC championship game, get to the Super Bowl? maybe lose to the Niners if they get there, but why can't they at least get there? Do you feel like we could be on the cusp here of a major, major Buffalo run?
2: I, I do. I think that the hard part is, you know, your listeners are quite – I read that article about the show, by the way, really cool. Uh, the description, I think it's apt. Uh, your listeners are very smart. A lot of them probably already have Buffalo exposure. And so I it, it, I don't necessarily like like the whole, like, hey, buy Buffalo because they probably have bought Buffalo already and are sitting on some bad tickets. But, like, uh, but I do think so. And you look at, like, past Super Bowl winners. The Rams had a late buy. Uh, The Buccaneers had a late buy. The Chiefs in 2019 had a late buy. And, of course, they they just had a a Week 13 buy, which, um, you know, that coupled with a little bit of luck could get them in the playoffs. And then by that time, you know, a team that really needed a break, uh, I I think we'll get one here. And, uh, you know, starting this week with Kansas City, I I think now that the number is beneath a field goal, the way to bet the Chiefs this week is actually to go into those markets and take Buffalo uh you know 35 or so to one you know 40 to one depending upon where you go um and and josh allen to win the mvp i think that those are the better way to bet buffalo this week
1: i mean we're just we're all just going to be in on this now aren't we (laughs)
2: we're all just we're all going to be in
1: just going to be really interesting uh i don't know if i'm on allen to win mvp but like if they win every single game then yeah okay like recency bias too down the stretch okay we'll talk about tomorrow we do mvp which is now getting like really really interesting uh eric the other like really big game so that's kind of your thought on on bill's chiefs agree with the move down on buffalo kind of creating almost a coin flip situation in that game what about eagles and cowboys you know we talked about niners eagles last week like kind of the uh the interesting aspect of that betting market where like fans would be surprised philly was a dog but betters or you know like analysts kind of like you would be like or both would be like oh like actually the niners are much better like that's a deserved favorite do you think dallas is like a three, three and a half favorite in this game with Philly, obviously at the end of like a very brutal part of their schedule.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is, it's the same thing. Philly had to deal with last week too, where you have extra rest off of a Thursday night for Dallas. Um, you have a lot of the, like now, the one thing that I talked about in you guys show last week, which I think came to fruition is Philly is so weak at linebacker and to a lesser extent safety and the Niners. That's just, that's the area of the field that they they ruthlessly go after. I don't think the Cowboys are that good in that realm, although CeeDee Lamb has done really well since moving into the slot, and sometimes those players get in conflict with linebackers and safeties. That, to me, that's the only difference. I do. I make this game two and a half. I made last week one and a half, but then I said I'm not going to take Philly because of this mismatch. I don't know if that mismatch exists in this game. So uh, if Jalen Hurts is healthy, and that's really like the kind of thing that, that you have to look for, I do think Philly plus three and a half is a good play um, for the reason that, you know, Dallas is very good, but from a matchup standpoint, they don't really have the matchup advantage the same way that San Francisco does.
0: You better, you better hear a Nick and Ken. It's a wonderful football Wednesday. We're having a wonderful football conversation with our good friend, Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. Eric does a great job on Twitter and for Sumer Sports on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore my friend curious your thoughts on the line move today and the jets texans game where uh meet the new starter same as the old starter zach wilson back under center for the jets and the jets got bet um it's three and a half at some places right now at bet mgm it's still houston minus four but there are three and a halves on the board um are you bullish in the jets now with zach wilson back as the quarterback is this a buy point for you on cj stroud and the texans what do you have for us here with houston and the jets
2: if anything i'm i'm gonna lay it with houston at this point um you know, I I was a donkey and thought that Tim Boyle would be an upgrade over Wilson because I didn't think it could get any worse, and it got worse. Um, be that as it may, I don't think that Zach Wilson makes it better if that makes – like, the Jets have only one way to go, and that's down, I guess. So to see them move up in the markets, to me, is, is a red flag. And, you know, Houston's hung on. Uh, they hung on last week, probably got lucky to get the turnovers and stuff. But one thing that's unmistakable and, and will ruin this game for the Jets is how good Will Anderson is playing. Eight pressures, two sacks. Uh, I think two tackles for loss as well. Like, who on the Jets is going to block him? And, uh, and and Zach Wilson under pressure, I, I don't think there's a worse quarterback in football. So uh, the weather might make it a little bit closer to the vest as far as can the Jets stop, stop Houston. Um, but much like last week, when you needed the Jets to cover uh, and they can't score touchdowns, uh, it, it's just really hard. So... Um, I, I, I'm its Houston or nothing I'm not hugely big on, on Houston but that's the only side and I do make it more than three and a half
1: Eric, curious, uh, we had some other quarterback news. We haven't even gotten a chance to talk about this yet because we've been doing Zach Wilson and, and kind of like a lot of the other big games and, and the weather games and some of this line movement. Josh Dobbs was was announced that he's going to keep starting for the Minnesota Vikings at least this week as they head to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, uh, we, we expect him to play in this game too. So kind of like a new look Vikings, you know, different quarterback and the receiver coming back, the all-pro receiver Jefferson. They're out to a three-point road favorite against Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders, the total 40-and-a-half. Uh, market a little bullish on the Vikings with that, that injury news and the Dobbs announcement. Are you bullish on them? Still think this is a team that, that might get a wild-card spot at the end of the year?
2: Yeah, they might get a wild-card spot. I think it's going to be harder now that, that Green Bay is a legitimately good team and, and uh, you know, the Rams look like they have stayed healthy, which I know is the one big question mark as to whether or not they could be competitive this year. Uh, they're, they're healthier than they've been at the start of the year. Uh, This game, though, plus, like, if you would have told us what week one when Josh Dobbs is starting for a team that was a a touchdown underdog to the Washington Commanders, uh, that he would be a three-point road favorite at some point in the season, like, I think we all would have backed the truck up and taken the opposite side of that, no questions asked, and I kind of think that that's, you know, you know the both teams off of a bye. The Raiders having you know really good man coverage beaters in, in Devontae Adams and and Jacoby Myers. Um, you know I, I just I just don't see how you can lay the points of the Vikings. And in fact, uh, I, I think the Raiders are live to win this game outright. Frankly.
0: All right, Eric, uh, you live in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, I've been betting on the Falcons recently. I don't know if I can do it in this game, and maybe we get more injury information later in the week. But where are you at right now? Falcons down to a one and a half point home favorite against the Bucs on Sunday, and like basically, like Falcons win this game, Tampa's basically eliminated. Atlanta will have the uh, will have the head to head sweep. Total thirty nine and a half. Anything for you at this point in the week? Thoughts on or bets on the Falcons and the Bucs?
2: Yeah, I think I mean, yeah I think you got to tease the Bucks um, with the total, kind of below forty, or at least it was the last time I checked. Uh, you know, a, a secondary with Atlanta where you have a concussion to A.J. Terrell. He was probably going to be one of the players that could at least stop Mike Evans. who's you know, got the Fountain of Youth. Uh, you know, they have Godwin as well, who I know hasn't been featured as much. Uh, and the linebackers for Atlanta, to me, uh, you know, the running backs out of the backfield for Tampa Bay have actually been a good surprise uh, given what happened last year. So I, I think Tampa Bay matches up on that side of the ball well, and I think we'll keep it close. Um so, yeah, I think it's Tampa or nothing for me and, like, the, I, I, a good play as a teaser. I, you know, Atlanta's played basically teasable games. And it, they've been the one teaser like that's actually hit basically every single year, no matter the number. So, uh, to me, it's, it's Bucks or nothing. Yeah, like the Saints
1: have been really just these NFC South teams that play these like 40 total games have been have been really good. Some of the some of the AFC South teams too. Uh, Eric, we haven't talked a lot about Ravens Rams this week, but we were kind of talking about the Vikings a couple games ago, right? We talked about Atlanta there. These teams that are kind of like sniffing around either the the four spot for a bad division winner, but really like a wild card spot. Some bad teams are probably going to make the playoffs in the NFC this year and the Rams have a shot, but look like they're going on the road to play the rested Ravens team Ravens seven seven and a half point home favorite total 40. Uh, Do you think the Rams can kind of be a a feisty dog in this game, think they have a chance to pull an upset. Uh, What do you make of this game?
2: Well, I think weather will play a factor, and I know people immediately rush to a running team like the Ravens and say, well, weather's to their advantage, but not laying seven. (laughs) So I I think uh, that that condenses the game a little bit. I I don't necessarily know if I tease Baltimore down to, you know, minus one or something like that, just because I think both Lamar Jackson and Matthew Stafford are – are kind of variance kings, especially Stafford, who's kind of completion percentage near sixty percent, uh, but high yards per attempt. Um, I think the, you know this is a this is one where you know if you this is a rare one where if you like the point spread with with the Rams, I do think you have to sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well because I do think the Rams uh, this game could get away from them, and that's you know the kind of team the Ravens have been uh, against NFC opponents when you look at the the Lions game uh, as well as the Seahawks game, but. I also think the Rams have some of the goods to win this football game. So uh, it's a weird one where I, I, you know, I like Rams and I might even just, I might even just, you know, take them to win outright.
0: Eric, let's close with this. Any game, any bet that we have not yet discussed for week 14 in the NFL and about 30 seconds to wrap. Anything else that you like for our listeners and viewers?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go to the well here chargers were a, a slam dunk under last week i think they're a slam dunk under this week i don't know why their totals are in the 40s i don't think that they have burned it at all uh and, and russell wilson uh has not his loan for 200 yards once in the last like two months so uh, i i think it's i think that game under 44 43 and a half uh in, in chargers versus broncos is a good play
0: eric is the absolute best great analysis we sincerely appreciate it and look flattery will get you everywhere great article by the folks at barrett sports media on the show this week we encourage people to check that out at bsm staff on twitter i retweeted it as well eric is on twitter at eric eager underscore sumer sports the sumer sports football show my friend we appreciate you good luck with the bets this weekend enjoy the games and we'll catch up with you next week
2: nick ken thanks have a good one
0: our pal eric eager joining us here on you better you bet oh, oh, always love when people gas up us in the show yeah. <laughs> so, tell me more about me <laughs> yes please please do it that 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 skeetor arts mine at least for sure on the other side we'll bring you a lot more line movement for week 14 we'll talk about josh Dobbs and the vikings on the road in vegas
1: we'll be right back with you better you bet presented by betmgm <laughs> on the betql network